Welcome, listeners. Welcome to 91, 91st episode of the Cocktail Hour. How's everybody? I'm good. I, I'm trying to think. I haven't done 91 of anything. This is this is the longest relationship I've got. You know? <laughs> My mom's 91. Oh, Happy birthday, Happy Mom. Happy birthday, Mom. Yeah. yeah. When's your birthday? Ooh, end of June. Wow. 91. Mm, 91. Damn, and, I could... and still lives alone, you know, doesn't drive, thank goodness, but just lives alone and does her stuff. God bless her. Jay. I don't know. So has she, has she weathered 90, more than 90 winters in Canada? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she just, never, just yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like it. Yeah, that's on a plaque somewhere, right? She that's went right. on a trip to Hawaii once when it and was uh, really cold, but she only went for like two weeks or something. But yeah, ninety-one. I hope I make oh. ninety-one. I'm just yeah. gonna be. I'm gonna be ornery. Do you ever feel like you shouldn't have lived as long as you did? It's just a. It's just a miracle that you made no. it this far. I had a not friend of mine that said, "I will. I will not live past 40. and we just celebrated his like sixty-third birthday. You know. And I just, I just wondered if that was something that a lot of people went through. Like, ah, oh my, I'm just burning the candle at both ends. There's no way I can keep this up. You know, when I feel kind of like that is when I, when I hear uh, about, oh, Jimi Hendrix died at 27 and I'm now 61. That's shocking to me. That makes me think, well, why am I still here? If Hendrix is gone. He you had a better I mean? time. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> I, uh. A much better time. I don't know about about uh, you know thinking. I I always thought I would. I, I never had that. Oh, doomsday kind of. Oh, I'm not going to make it and stuff. But I don't know. I was a more much more optimistic. You know. You are yeah. an optimistic person. Yeah, I am. And, and I don't do drink work. bleach. And, what? I, and I don't drink bleach. You know, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's the horse dewormer that keeps you going. I was thinking about trying that only for some of my bowel issues and see if that helps. Yeah. I bet you, you could find online, like, you know, a little, <laughs> the little horse dewormer starter pack, like, look, just, just have like an eighth <laughs> of a teaspoon, you know, and just kind of swish it around in your mouth for a little while before you swallow it. <laughs> I tried dog, rewar- uh, dog dewormer last, uh, last year. Cause I was so worried about my chest and I was convinced I had lung cancer or pulmonary fibrosis. So you're trying and to just a, do yourself in. <laughs> no, Why just, would you take that? Because, uh, there's these wet, there, there's a, a guy who <laughs> cured his <laughs> lung cancer taking Panicure C, which is a dog dewormer. And cured it. And then all these people started writing in, me too, me too. And there's this, this giant movement about it. And so I thought, well, if I've got lung cancer, I better. So I ordered some and I took it. And? I, I, don't, but I don't have lung cancer, do I? Are you but, clean as a whistle? I, I don't know. <laughs> no worms in my poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a... Was the guy from Oklahoma? Uh... <laughs> No, I don't know. We what do you know? What the name of that? Oh, <laughs> write that number down. So here we go. While 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 Kelly researches that, I found a, I a story about a guy. He had three months to live, but they. Uh, What's his name? Joe Tippins. Joe Tippins is that it? That's it. 
That is it. Yeah. He, <laughs> and, he, and he in his blog, he wrote that after receiving his fourth cancer free diagnosis at the University of Texas MD Anderson Can Cancer Center in Houston, the results indicated his cancer was gone after two years of treatment. And they did a uh, some kind of weird test thing. And let's see what he wait a minute. So did. just taking dog worm, worm medicine cured it his cancer. His, yeah, he had small cell lung cancer, I believe. Well, then why aren't they giving this to a bunch of people? I mean, what you well, think this, this is, would make? Big, well, yeah, the pharmaceutical companies, they think it's great. Yeah, all they got to do is just take it over, slap their name on it, and go and okay, sell it. He was, okay, he was in a clinical trial of some medicine. I don't really have the time to research this and see what it was. But he said he received a tip from a veterinarian who suggested he try a dog dewormer drug called finbendazole, yeah. That's right. which was That's believed to display cancer-fighting properties. Mm -hmm. So while the experiment was still in pro process, um, he, you know, he took it and he got all better, but other people in the study didn't. And mm -hmm. some of his treatment regimen was CBD oil and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but um, if you re if you go to his blog, hundreds of people write in and say, I tried it and it worked. It saved my husband. And we tried it with our friend whose husband did not survive. And they, she tried, but it was too, started too late for it to even know for you hmm. to even know if it would work well you'd think something like that it would be a little bit more common knowledge of course that's what this program's for but um yeah we're spread we're we're, we're exactly spreading crazy <laughs> cancer cures i sure. i'm gonna say i don't see how a dewormer would have anything to do with cancer unless it's kind of like chemotherapy and you just got some poison that's terrible and it yeah. yeah, there's probably that's probably it. There's something that, Though that I will say I do love the idea of just taking a dewormer. My uh, my mother in law used to t just regularly take uh, some kind of dewormer because she grew up on a farm when she's little. Yeah. And um, just hmm. I guess when you're little and you got worms, you don't want to have worms anymore. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I, well, I, your I, wife, I your wife and, actually told me that. About, yeah, yeah. About, I go yeah. back and forth. Um, between wanting to have worms and not wanting to have worms because if, if you think about caveman <laughs> times right there's you know there's no medicine people are living in caves you know they're just eating some old hyena leg they found on the ground somewhere that kind of stuff you know they were eating up John. With everything okay mm -hmm. and they um sorry kelly's giving me audio i'm advice. sorry nothing so they were eaten up with worms and bugs and ticks and all that kind of stuff. Like maybe we were meant to do that. Maybe that's the reason that 97% of Americans are morbidly obese is because they don't Not have worms. worms. Not enough worms. Yeah. Forget that we're all eating preserved chicken nuggets made with high fructose corn syrup. Maybe that's worms. how, maybe that's how the caveman determined their leader who had whoever had the biggest tapeworm coming out of their ass was like deemed the, the leader mm, of the tribe. Yes, yes. Because they're like, oh my god, this guy's growing a tail. Yeah, or you, she's you growing it. You try to hold it in, but right before election day. So when, when they all stand up there, you know, campfire in front of the crowds and just let them dangle. Yeah, and you got this big ass tapeworm, and you're like, you be you be leader, chief. <laughs> Do you guys know what a gaffer tapeworm is? No, just, just use your imagination. Figure it out. I don't either. So there's there's a joke somewhere in there, and I wasn't ready. Mm. 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 It's a good. Ah. good.
It's coffee, a, coffee time for that. Did you have a good week, you bastards? Yeah. Um, yeah. Back to kind of working normal for me, you know? You're going in, too. You're going into work. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, um, it's been weird. It's When I wasn't going in regularly, I yeah. knew exactly what day of the week it was. Now I'm oh, going yeah. in. I'm going in every day, and I'm like, shit, is this, is this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? What, what day of the week is this? I, I don't know. It's been really, I mean, I don't know. Maybe my clock has changed. I think that I was talking to my wife about this this morning, that uh, this this void of time or whatever it would be, this vacuum that for the last year and a half has screwed up my instinctive scale of time. And like, menstrual like, cycle. And that. But we were talking, she, she said something about that happened, you know, like four years ago, five years. And I said, that wasn't that? No, it was 10 years ago. There's no way that was five years ago. And she proved me wrong, but it feels like it was 10 years ago. And I think it has something to do with this, the pandemic lo- lockdown. And it's messed up. Like I say, my uh, time sensor. <laughs> yeah. We oh, were yeah. in what we were in Ireland in 2018. It feels like a lifetime. You suck the cock of an Irish <laughs> before <laughs> the day is through. <laughs> oh, those are the good days. Yeah. Ah, back before the pandemic, when life was nothing but a dirty song. I, you know, um, I paused. I paused when you asked about whether it was a good week or not, because one of the one of the things I was thinking about for this podcast was that the the news, if you get into it, is just terrible. I mean, if yes. you're if you're online and you're doing anything and you see, you know, somebody's arguing about a covid treatment or you know this guy tweeted that it was fake and now he's dead yeah you know that yeah yeah, it's like no there's zero joy out there and uh you know all the stuff and i'm and i'm trying to spend some time thinking about you know what are some joyful things that yeah and and there for me it's kind of like how can i get out of the house today and go do something how can i you know, have a conversation with somebody on the phone. I haven't talked to in a long time or go, yeah, go do something. Cause uh, just sitting around watching mm-hmm. TV or being on the internet or, you know, listening to people bitch at work or whatever. That's, oh, that's no fun. I'm not doing myself any favors. I've, I've sort of become a news junkie now. And it's the first thing I do. I'll wake up, put the news on. Oh, that's terrible. Then I feel like shit for the all morning. And, you know, yeah, I've actually, um, I'm with John on this. I've actually stopped watching any news. Yeah. Nothing. If I need like weather, I'll go to a weather app and see what the weather is. I don't, I don't want to, I, I may peruse, you know, really quick, just a headline on, yeah. on, you know, whatever it is, uh, NPR or something like that, just to make sure that, you know, I'm not supposed to evacuate the city. Um, but other than that, I, I can't I can't listen to it anymore. I don't want to hear about COVID. You know, I don't want to hear about the Taliban. I don't want to hear about it. You know, I don't want to hear about freeway shootings or anything. It's just yeah. I can't do it anymore. And you know what? My stomach has much been, I think, been better because of that. I just don't have mm-hmm. that anxiety. Mm-hmm. I but I am getting time, bored. I spend all my time looking up stuff to prove somebody wrong on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that didn't happen. Like my my buddy said, posted something like, you know, the government won't do it. So I'm posting a picture of a flag at half mast because these people, you know, servicemen died in Afghanistan. Yeah. And I was like, that's bullshit. And I, and I looked up and sure enough, 
you know, they ordered flags to be at a half mast, you know, yeah, right, yeah. right when it happened. And I'm, and I posted that and, you know, had some really hilarious thing, you know, biting <laughs> thing to say to this guy. Why are but, they uh, so angry are, about that's this? hollow victory. You know. Is this half enough for you? Did you yeah. say something like that? <laughs> no, I said, you know what? Nancy Pelosi's got your back. She ordered the, the things at half mass yesterday. You can count on her. And you, you know, maybe you want to take a look at where you get your news from, you dick. <laughs> and uh, You didn't. I, hey. I didn't say dick, but I said all the other stuff. <laughs> it was, it a rel- was it a relative? <laughs> <laughs> no, just a, just a high school friend. I have, you know, I have, I have been learning how to not get angry at my loved ones that aren't as smart as I am. How do you do that? It's, it's, it's hard. <laughs> Both Jeez. of them. It's a good way to put it. <laughs> I, uh, you know, there's, there are, there are people in my life that are not, uh, they, they're anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers, Trump lovers, like all the, all the things that I'm the opposite of. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's. That's okay. I mean, it's it's like you're saying about the news. You know, you're just tired of hearing it. I'm tired of hearing that you don't want to do this or this is wrong or there's some crazy conspiracy that validates your feelings or whatever. I'm just like, you know, good good luck to you. Yeah. If if you get COVID and die, I might still laugh. I mean, I'm that I'm that much of an asshole. But yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't want you to. I don't want anybody to whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, well, I think certainly people, not going to grieve. I yeah, mean, pe- well, it, it, people, well, you will when you go to the graveside, right? You, you don't well, go there and, you know, that's carry customary, the, carry off the, the, carry their casket off the back of the hearse and put it in the ground. You don't get a little, well, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is over. Uh, you know what? I was th- talking to my wife today about some stuff and about, and it, it was, the question was posed to me by an, a, an old friend who you guys know. And he was, he was saying to me, this was yesterday. He goes, do you ever think wh- how, li- how different your life would be if you never left, you know, this state or your area where you grew up? And he goes, you probably, you know, you know, you just want, you know, get out of here. Right. And, and, and I go, it wasn't that I didn't, that I wanted to get out. Right. I just, I would have, and I wouldn't, I just wanted to to think differently, you know. I wanted to mm-hmm. I wanted a different experience. It wasn't yeah. that because this was horrible. I had wonder, you know, I, I thought I had a pretty good childhood and high school years and all that, but and it led me to, you know, by by this question and and then we were talking about some other things about raising kids and all this and I started thinking it's like when did people stop forward thinking instead of just resting on what I knew 10 years ago, 30 years ago, what I was raised with or whatever. And I think that's, you know, my, like I said, my wife and I were talking about how do I continue to forward think, meaning what experiences are giving me a different perspective than, you know, whatever experiences I've had in the past, did those, were those right? Or were those just right at the time? And, you know, do I have prejudices and biases and all that stuff? And it really, you know, it kind of led me to what are we going to do next? You know, where do we want to, do we want to stay here? Do we want to move? Do we want to stay here and experience this? And what, why would I want to experience this? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I was thinking a lot of people don't forward think that, that are smart. That's what I understand. Why would you want to continue believing something that you believe 50 years ago, right, about people? Like, for example, we were talking 
about you know keep getting your kids out of the house you know he was saying that a, a high school friend of ours kids are still living at home at the age of 29 and 31 and their education don't judge educated. too harshly hey, wait, yeah D- danny where do your kids live my kids live at home but i'm not 29 and 31 my kids 22 and 24 no, what, what, and but no but the point i'm making is wait <laughs> yeah but we'll check in in six years and see yeah he's still but again home. But but my question is, okay, I'm not going to have that thought now. Yes, I would like my kids not to live at home in six years or five years, but I don't know what the circumstances are going to be, you know. And by the way, how many years was it, uh, you know, 100 years ago or not even, you know, generations lived in one roof. So why is it now, oh, well, you're still letting your kids live at home and they're a college educator to kick them out. They need to be kicked out. Well, I don't know what the circumstances are. We don't know. Why yeah. am I going to judge? Right. If my kid wants to live, oh, my kids leave now. Great. You know, but mm-hmm. if, if they have to stay here or want to stay here. Great. You make those you, you make those discoveries. And that's what I'm talking about. Forward thinking. What is it? Right. Why do I have to hold on to some sort of concept that was, you know, how we were taught. Right. And then be judgmental in that. And it's just and that's just one example. There's other things, too. I'm a little confused. Sorry. Would you say forward thinking? You mean thinking ahead or thinking with a more open mind now both a little bit of both okay yeah being open-minded for right now because things change right yeah and i said to my friend i go that's easy for somebody to say but this friend of ours and and my, my kids we live in southern california you know my getting getting yourself started in this city this town this this state is really tough certainly financially right so why would I want to put that big burden on my kids, right? Mm-hmm. If they, if even if they could do it, you know. So yeah. I have to be more open minded, and also more forward thinking. Okay, how do we get you there? Do you want to be living at home at thirty one? Okay, well here's let me tell you here's here's the scenario on that. You know, you're going to pay just as much as you were living down the street in an apartment because I can't continue to support you. You know those kind of things. So. I don't know. I was, you know, last weekend I was on a motorcycle trip with, uh, you know, our buddy Dave. And, you know, it was one of the best times I've had in a long time. And not not because it was really any big event and anything, but just having that different experience and being on the motorcycle and going and seeing and looking yeah. around. And actually, I was doing a lot of thinking, which is probably not the smart thing to do when you're on a motorcycle on unfamiliar curvy roads in the mountains. But, you know, I was thinking, it's like, you know, this is great because this is not something I do every weekend. Right. And, you know, you would see, you know, I started thinking about what I would do to the house or, well, what, what, where do I want to go next? If I had, you know, I, you know, we have enough money, we can go on a vacation. Where do I want to go and why do I want to go to there and what am I going to do? Because there's so many great places, obviously with COVID, it's a little restrictive now, but so I try, I like people that think, you know, you know, dream a little bit, think a little bit, try to mix it up a little bit as opposed to, okay, well, you know, this is my life, you know, this is what it's going to be, you know, and I don't, I, I just don't feel that when people don't do that, because I'm talking about with John and you, you, you start bringing up all this negative crap, right? And, you know, why isn't the flag? Oh, you know, you start believing all this shit. Why isn't the flag at half mass? And, you know, did you know that uh, Biden's senile and, and, you know, and, and this and that? And I'm like, really? You know, that, that's what you're spending your time on? That's really what you want to put your efforts in? I mean, I get it. I mean, that, that's what makes you comfortable. But I don't want to be around that. Yeah. That's I have nothing on that subject. <laughs> 
What about you, John? You think a lot more? Do you think, do you start, you know, dream a little more than you ever, you know, you did before? Hmm. Yeah, but you know, I'm great at talking myself out of stuff, but I will tell you while you were talking about your kids living at home and, you know, we're in Southern California where they, you know, a starter home costs $6 million <laughs> and it you know, backs up in an alley of hobos living in tents. Uh, I found that the number one town in America with the cheapest, the cheapest small town in America, it's Pittsburgh, Kansas, population 20,000 people, medium home value is $88,500. So that's the median. Is that so before or after the tornadoes? No, it's, you know, it's got, it's got a picture of a nice, uh, you know, like a nice high school kind of thing there. But um, yeah. So what this, you, okay. What are you going to do there? Well, you send your kid there. Hey, kid, you know, I'm tired of you living at home. You're <laughs> continuing to live at home because you're not self-actualizing and, you know, making something, whatever. But you should go to Pittsburgh, Kansas, and I'll give yeah. you $5,000 for a down payment <laughs> <laughs> on your townhome. And how does, the, how, does, how does this child pay the mortgage? Well, there's got to be McDonald's. You wouldn't make enough money, man. Well, you would, yeah, you would, I think, if you got 15 bucks an hour and, uh, well, I want to thank you, John. Home value is, I really do want to thank you, John. You have just shined the light on something. I'm going to approach my son and it's hard being me. And and I'm going to tell him to that. And he's going to jump at that because he's going to say, you know what? I never thought of that. I would like to live in the middle of Kansas with 20,000 people that I don't know. Right. Well, yeah, no, you know what? What is he? Again, maybe he maybe he jumps on it and says that's a great idea, or maybe he jumps on it and says they're going to make me move there. I better come up with a new plan. <laughs> you know, I like yeah, Colorado yeah. a lot better. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to call a guy I know and see if I can get a thing going there. Yeah, I guess. Could, why would I? Why do I have to do all that work? Why can't I go? Um, I'm uh, wanting you out of here by the end of the month. Um, yeah, you get well, to think, choose. I think it's hard. I think it's. Hard. I don't know about you guys, but my children have a really tough time talking on the phone, right? I mean, texting hmm. oh. or tweeting or Snapchatting or whatever, no problem. But to anyone or, or just to any, to anybody, even you, even well, talking no, not, to you, no, not, not you. me, but no. like any, any person out in the world, yeah. like, you know, but like they never, like when their phone rings, they're like, hello, is somebody, somebody's calling me. What the hell is <laughs> yeah. what's going on here? This must be and a I, mistake. Yeah. And I think if you want to go, launch your career in fill in the blank, you might have to make a phone call. You know, you can't I just, don't have to. You, right, that's true. You could just stay at Danny's, stay at Danny's house. Oh, my yeah, daughter's, my daughter's like that, too. I mean, you know, she'll have some issues she has to deal with. I said, well, you phone them. Can you do it? <laughs> yeah, kind of, no, exactly. Yeah. I don't want, oh, come on. You know, you, no, you just push those buttons. Yeah. And when they answer, you just talk like a human. You're able you to make sure you hold it to your ear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do speakerphone in the middle of, uh, yeah. you know, negotiating your salary. I got, I, yeah. guys, I got one of each. I got, I got one on the other end. You oh do. yeah. I got yeah. one that's on the phone all the time. I mean, I, talking on the phone, you mean? Oh yes. Oh yeah. She's that she, the boy yeah, yeah. or the girl. The girl, the girl was on the phone yesterday, right. Trying to get her credit limit raised on her discover card. And the way she was talking to this person, I'm going. Discover card. Hold on, let me let me let me get in the way back machine to 1994. Oh yeah, they're great. They they do really good um, cash back programs, right? Oh yeah, no fee. yeah. They're, they're actually yeah. Smart, takes pe- them. smart people has everybody. Cards. 
everybody takes them. Uh, so anyway, she's calling and I can't believe, I mean, I'm going, you might want to tone it down up. a little bit, you know, cause she was like, uh, no, well, can, can you tell me why I can't have more than $500? I, well, I have a job. I've been working. Good for her. Yeah. I mean, she was, and, I'm, and she goes, well, is there somebody higher up I can speak to? And I go, oh, you don't use the word higher up. You go, is there somebody that, you know. No, it that, sounds like, it sounds like she's on the right path. Just, you know. So yeah. she can do keep, that. Keep going. Yeah. I, my son, on the other hand, not sure he knows that there is a feature on the phone that you can talk. Not yeah. sure. Uh-huh. And I get those, on when it. When it rings, he just stares at it. What? Your you know. daughter, Danny, is one that I think you don't have to worry about her in this world. Oh, she, don't let them fool, don't uh, let them well, fool you. Well, not a, no, I mean about basic life and 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 defending herself. That's what I mean. Like like you just explained it. That's what right. I'm talking about. Well, I don't. I you well, know this is funny. Phone and dial and speak. But this is funny because I I'm not worried. You know about any of our children because in my conversations either you know oh come on you know i I mean because in my conversations with them this is this is when they're supposed to be figuring this stuff out really i mean that they're going back we were saying that when they were 13 too weren't we no they've got till now's the time 20 you know according to the (laughs) the dsm 2 or whatever version we're on now you you have until you're about 25 years old to smoke all the weed you want and then on your 26th birthday if you're still doing it all the time then you got a problem what's dsm Uh, the i'll look up the thing but it's the book that describes all the mental illnesses yeah if you're a sociopath it is right isn't it yeah 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 yeah, the manual textbook i i used to work at a mental hospital so i know those initials wow i should get that um, book no we probably shouldn't get that book no i get you're right kelly never get that book because it'd right. be like, oh wait, I've got I've got two and a half out of three. <laughs> How different that book must be now from from nineteen seventy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now there's all the there's all these labels for th- things that we used, used to just call sad or <laughs> scared, hungry, hungover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, yeah. They're at the, now they're every, at everything's the DSM. a disorder. Yeah, DSM-5, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. That's right. That's right. You can buy it on Amazon. I've seen, I've seen that book. Yeah. Uh, I, don't want or, to, I don't want to do it. For $139. No, I'd rather watch the news. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, I, I, don't, I don't worry about our kids because, you know, I mean, I worry about them, but I look at, you know, the going ahead, thinking forward thinking and thinking they have to go through this stuff and, you know, they have to embrace my daughter has to embrace that fact that she can do that. But what other challenges is she she's going to be? So, she's going to be the chief of staff to somebody somewhere. And the next thing you know, she's going to be president of North America operations oh. for some enormous thing. And she's going to be wearing power suits and having a driver. And even better. Be, I, be I like, Hey, yeah. can I borrow, can I borrow $25,000 for, can I get a Hummer? Can I get a Hummer? You know, one of them helicopters. She's going to be arguing in front of the Supreme Court in about 15 years. Watch. Oh. See, I, but I see, here's what I think. I think we, we feel that way about our kids. Oh, you got your whole life ahead of you. And they may feel a little different. Like, well, shit, everything's going to be underwater in 50 years. I yeah. will never be able to buy my yeah. own home. I mm-hmm. can't afford to, you know, get Starbucks every day. And, you know, people say, well, you know, you're, you're poor because you get too much avocado toast and starbucks you need to you know save money no you can't possibly save enough money you need to uh you know 
sell it. nudes on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 agree, I agree with you. I think that there is a, There's a lot of pressure for them. Right. Also too, you know, look at us. All of us have achieved things over our years, hard work, luck, whatever you want to call it, you know, good partnerships, whatever. And they want that now. They, they don't see that. Like you said, they don't see that as attainable because they didn't, you know, they didn't, they weren't there when we were 24 or 22 or 30 or whatever. So they're not seeing that process. So it's really hard from their perspective, yeah. I think, to go, well, look, they got a house. They, they get to go on vacations. They get to do this. They got cars, whatever. I don't know. And I, I get it, you know, and, but I still think that is an experience that they have to go through and you can't tell them, you know. I mean, yeah, I can say to my son, yeah, you need to pick up the phone and call more. I don't think he's going to do it. I'm going to go, well, what are you not going to get if you don't ask somebody directly? You're going to wait around for an email or you're going to wait around for a text? Because I'm going to tell you right now, you've done missed something. And if you don't mind missing it now, great. That's fine. Do you say this to, to him or do you wish you say it to him? No, I say it. I said, you know, and then does you know, he get defensive you, and fight you on it, or there, yeah, there is a defensiveness, and there, you know, or he'll begrudgingly do it, or or he'll get more upset, you know, with himself. You know, why can't I pick up the phone and ask for more money on my credit limit, or why I can't see. I, you I know? Yeah, and I'm yeah. going, listen, I get it. I mean, we're all. I, I was as tentative as you were, right? A big part of why my career didn't work out. I was, oh, you know, oh, I'm not. I shouldn't really audition yet. I need to study another year. Or, you know what, I need better headshots or blah, 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 you know, and you always came up with obstacles, right? Because yeah. of whatever insecurities you had at the yeah. time. But I don't want to sit there and beat myself up. I mean, yeah, there's regrets. I wish I would have done this, but when I, because I didn't do that, do that or do the things that needed, I did these other things that mm -hmm. led me to where I am today. So that's, right. that's why I'm a little more optimistic, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I think they have to kind of. But the the biggest thing we've talked about this a hundred times is social media. We're getting, they're getting pressures we never did because they're getting a false narrative from so many people. Oh yeah, where absolutely. Where I and you guys, I you know, I I would be in acting class with somebody, and a year and a half later they're on Broadway, right? So I didn't, but I didn't see that whole progress. I didn't see what was bullshit, you know, or what was made up or any yeah, of that you stuff. Didn't see, you didn't see all the people you were in class with taking a selfie saying i'm at this awesome audition you know i'm on exactly stage at the whatever because they're just getting yeah. i'm going to a party you're not going to i i own something you don't own or i'm do you know look at my life or whatever you know it's funny i was looking up what are what are things 20 year olds worry about or don't yeah. worry about or whatever and so I, you know some of them were just comedy but one of them was from ford's magazine 20 things 20 year olds don't get and this thing at the bottom of the list was, hold on. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, no, not it wasn't at the bottom of the list. But this is was, today's 20-year-olds. Yeah, like you, if you're in your 20s. And yeah, yeah. something you don't get. Pick up the phone. Stop hiding behind your computer. Business gets done on the phone and in person. It should be your first instinct, not your last, to talk to a real person and source business opportunities. Good and, luck with that. Yeah, when the internet goes down, <laughs> stop looking so befuddled and don't go to ask to go home don't be a pansy pick up the phone so there you go so what do you, but but hold it they don't understand that is what they don't the, they don't get that they there's the thing oh. that's like social media is not a career um let's yeah. see don't be wait to told to be told what to do take responsibility for your mistakes you should be getting your butt kicked 
let's see. People matter more than perks. Speak up, not out. Uh, oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, yeah. what's the difference? Uh, let's see. I'll read. Well, between we're raising out and speaking up. Yeah, we're raising a generation of shit talkers in your workplace. This is a cancer. If you have issues with management, culture, or your role and responsibilities, speak up. Don't take those complaints and trash talk the company or coworkers on lunch breaks and anonymous chat boards. If, oh, you can, if you can effectively communicate what needs to be improved, you have the ability to shape your surroundings and professional dis- destiny. I will say that's if your company gives a shit. They might just fire you. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, spend 25% less than you make. Don't damage your reputation. That's some of the, some of the highlights. Hmm. I mean, it's an article, so it's 98% bullshit. But I think that you're, you're right about the social media. I mean, just my kids saying, oh, you know, so-and-so and such and such are at a party and they didn't invite me. Or, you know, this kid is flashing stacks of cash and blowing a, a giant plume of marijuana smoke. They're so cool. And I think, should I, should I call that kid's parents right now? And <laughs> tell them no, they're a drug he's, he's 24. He can do what he wants. That's- yeah. Mm. No, this was when they were like 15, 16, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's funny because I, you know, I do think about that where, where when I was their age trying to do things, I didn't have that obstacle, right? You saw the one success, but you, we didn't, you're right, Kelly and John, we didn't see the, the 40 other people that were in my acting class that were doing the same shit that I was, you know, trying to scrape yeah. a living, you know, waiting yeah, tables yeah. or, you know, working at Sears or whatever, yeah, no, you know? Yeah. Nobody takes a selfie of them crying. No, I, I didn't get the part. No, you know, and, and so I was the, actually the opposite too. When I would walk around, right. And see things, you know, get out of my bubble, whatever it is. I saw positive things because you would walk, I go, okay, well, I got inspired. If I walked down to the theater district and saw all these Broadway shows and all these people and people I didn't know, but, Ooh, well, maybe one day I'll get on Broadway or maybe I'll be able to do that. Or if mm-hmm. I, you know, couldn't wait for them, you know, the movie to come out and like, Oh, wow. That, you know, I love Gene Hackman, man. Maybe if I study hard and be as good as Gene Hackman or whatever. And that there was always an, insp- there was always for things for me to be inspired by as opposed mm-hmm. to things that I could, that, that, other people had already gotten that I didn't. Yeah. Right. And I just, I just think that that's such a healthy perspective. You know, I don't know if I would have been a basket case if I constantly got told that, you know what, you're just not doing anything or you're just not doing enough or and, so many and, people. And look at everyone else that is. Yes. Yeah. That would be wear on you. Sure. And I don't know how, I don't know how you deal with that mentally. I, I, I don't know. I mean, because we're all envious by nature, right? You know, I mean, we just, we kind of want, you know, we see somebody has a nice car. Oh, wow. Well, why do they get that? If that's your thing, you know, or, you know, as I was thinking this last night, this John and, and the band were playing last night and I was watching their guitar player, Rob, and I'm going, damn, I wish I could play like that. God, and I'm I think like, we all do. And then, <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, well, Dan, you know. Do you think Rob practices a little bit? Do you think he's been doing this for a while? Of course. And they're sitting there going, yeah, you just want it because you want it, right? Not because you're doing it. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to make myself sad about this. What should I do? I don't know. Listen to one of the songs. And I was watching one of the songs he was playing and just watching the riff he was playing. I'm going, 
that doesn't look that hard. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, no, you're, obviously, right, no, yeah. you're right. You're right. No, it's there's not, one thing I can do yeah. one of those. I may not mm-hmm. be able to shred it down at the bottom there, but I'd be, I should be able to do a basic pattern, you know, three chord pattern, whatever, yeah. you know, you know, whatever. And think oh, about yeah. it like that, as opposed to shit, I ain't never going to be as good as Rob. I ain't never going to be as good as Ken, right? Or, or you know, or Glenn you, or I mean, whoever. You, you could be. You can be as good as you want to be. It's just time. I mean, like a lot of these people that I that I play with, like Rob and, and you know, Glenn before him or whatever, they they have always played. I mean, there's there's not yeah. been a time that they weren't practicing, you know, young people, or, you know, like Rob. Yeah. Rob played for... Uh, for Dwight Yoakam before Dwight became popular. So, you know, he had, he had talent. And it's all uh, that, all that playing that that's what, that's why, yeah, you, the talent is a gift, but almost more than the, the talent as a gift, it's the passion is a gift. But well, I gotta and, you. you know what? And the opportunity, I would say that, you know, like the Beatles being able to play in Germany for eight hours a day at that strip club or whatever for however long they did, that that probably helped them a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they certainly had talent to write songs and stuff like that, but to be able to, you know, kind of just you know really enjoy yourself while you're playing and feel yeah. rather than rather than eight hours standing in your bedroom with your little amp playing to a record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not get, as yeah. not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, there's the same. a there's a di- yeah there's a different level of panic yeah. when you're playing, and I would imagine playing for strippers is probably very. You know, they're not going to like it when you play a slow song, right? You got to right. do a lot more. Let's shake it up, baby. Yeah, that'll. Yeah, I'd rather pay for strippers, but you know, as opposed to play for them. But uh, see, there's yeah. your lack of passion. Yeah, if you were good <laughs> misguided, player my you... passion is misguided. Yeah, but I got to played more, so women would take their clothes off in front exactly. of you while you're playing. That I great. would be excellent if I was getting paid in strippers. I could tell oh, you, right, I'd, I'd be a guitar player. I'd be working worker. those scales, Jack. Exactly. <laughs> but I got to tell you, last night, you know. But then here's going back to this whole envy and this kind of thing. So I'm watching Rob play, and I want to be that good and stuff. And I, you know, I'm like, oh shit, he well he practices right, blah blah blah. Then I start looking and going, well, what have I got that Rob doesn't have, right? Oh, Rob, you know, yeah, exactly. So I start justifying the fact that I'm not, and how much better my life, or you know, I start comparing myself, and I'm sitting there going, you're an asshole. What are you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. You're sitting there. I'm an asshole because, oh, he doesn't, you know, he's sitting around playing the guitar for seven, eight hours a day where I'm doing this and got my family, blah, 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 all these things. And that's just a shitty way to look at life. I, I yeah. had to kind of yeah. shake myself out of there. So I yeah. sent my yeah. daughter to go get me some gelato. And that made yeah. me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's works. what they're for. Isn't it? <laughs> Give me some cheering up ice cream. Kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got it all. <laughs> I'm damn happy. Yeah. I'll have raspberry gelato, please. I was, reading, oh, I was reading an article by Leland Sklar. You know, he's the bass player for James Taylor, and he's on okay. tour with uh, Phil Collins. He's the guy with a super long beard and long hair, just like an old mountain man kind of thing. And he, his guitar is a weird looking, like he, homemade thing. Am I right? He's, or he's, really? Well, exotic? he's got a bunch, but there's there's one that he had when he Looks was like a gear or something. He uh, well, he carved it himself. Okay. He, like just while he was on tour, he just carved this, you know, Fender cool. Fender bass, and he carved so much bus. of it away that it became so light that he couldn't use it. So he had to add a big block of lead to the bridge, whatever. <laughs> and then he has another one that everybody he plays <laughs> diminished with, returns. Yeah, 
<laughs> everyone he plays with uh, has signed and it's just, you know, covered all his signatures, but he's, you know, he's sponsored by Washburn or some, some company, I forget what okay. it is. So he's, yeah. he's got, you know, he's got a million of them, but he was talking about one time he was at a NAM show or something like that. And they were having different bassists come up and play. Yeah. And he was going on after, you know, somebody like a Victor Wooten or somebody that's just a kind of player that's just amazing. And he's like, fuck, what, what could I possibly offer? You know, that guy is so much better than I am. So here's a guy who I've driven by his house in Pasadena. I mean, he's, he has had a great career okay, and continues to play on all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, here he is worrying about going up behind somebody else. And he gets up there and talks about, session playing and you know how to keep a beat and you know all that yeah. kind of stuff that's you know, uh -huh. really valuable but he he worries about it and he said that you know there's tons of time that you as a as a real working professional that absolutely knows what he's doing you feel like a fraud and you you know oh man that, that guy is so much better than i am and he said you know what you have to keep in mind is you are the best one doing what you're doing on stage at that moment and, yeah. you know, and I know, and I know somebody like Rob feels like there are better players than him. And I think that Rob is great. And I appreciate that he plays with us. And when I play, I think, man, I suck, but I got to keep going. Cause there's nobody else up here <laughs> playing this part. You better do <laughs> so, it. Yeah. Well, and also too, you, you go back to just, it's something you do for you, not because you have to, or because you're, you're trying to impress somebody. It's, it's you know, it's a self-fulfillment kind of thing. Uh -huh. And and that's something to be said for that. I don't know. We were talking about all these people that, you know, Facebook are angry and stuff. What are you doing? That's, you don't know, you know, other than putting something or someone down that's self-fulfilling, you know what I mean? And I just don't get that. I don't, you know, especially yeah, if you yeah. have means, you know what I mean? If you've got, you know, got a dollar and two in the bank and you're healthy and all that, why are you, why are you putting somebody down, you know, because, you know, because yeah. they're, you know, they, you disagree with their viewpoints and stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, that's just too much negative energy. I don't want to deal with that. You know, it's too much negative energy in that respect anyway. But, but anyway, it was fun watching you guys last night. You know, it's always, Thanks. you know, what's cool about last night was too, you know, and this is the first time I've really noticed this. Maybe it's happened before when you guys have played. There was so many little kids dancing, right? And that was, yeah. the, you know, it was so much fun to watch that. And I was a parent. I was going, this is exactly what we need every weekend. Take our kids somewhere where they can go and dance their little legs off so we can go home and they crash and you've got the evening, right? They and, were just, make, uh, and make make pure artistic musicians feel like they're the Wiggles. Hey, there's, there's worse things to be. Let me tell you. Exactly. You know, and you guys look like you're having fun and it's, at least somebody's appreciating it. Right. Yeah. There was a no, lot of it people was, there. It was really stressful before we played because we played in this, you know, this kind of street festival thing and they're supposed to, I mean, I think eventually there'll be several bands playing. We might've been the only band there for all I, for all I know, we we're just playing in this parking lot, but the lady was like, okay, you, you can play in the parking lot. The parking lot will still be open. You can't leak over into the handicap spot because we'll get sued. And, you know, so we really had like five feet by <laughs> 10 feet to cram into. And there was like this weird sign, you know, built into the thing. So um, I was really 
concerned about, you know, the drums having enough space and, you know, the guitar player, you know, has a, has a chair, a stool he likes to sit on because his back hurts and that kind of stuff. So we got it all together and my wife said, Oh, let's bring some Christmas lights. And so that, you know, we, yeah. we kind of put those around that made it kind of nice when the sun went down and that kind of thing. And yeah, it was great. I, I was stressed out before we started playing. Cause I just thought it would be a shit show. And we'd, you know, say this, this I can't do this. We're leaving, you know, that kind of thing. But it turned out, you know, we didn't blow a fuse. Every, everything sounded okay. And um, yeah, worked out good. Little kids dancing. You can't go, can't go wrong with that. So I dig it. Did you have power from the mains or did you have to bring a big battery thing? Uh, the lady had one <laughs> a, a hundred crack. foot extension cord from inside her store, oh. you know, just out, yeah. uh, just a regular old outlet on the wall. Right. You could have blown a fuse. Oh yeah. I mean, I was that's, thinking that's tight one all on one circuit. Yeah. yeah I was thinking that, um, the, it was uh, one hot cord. I'll bet you, you know, step on that with your bare foot. You fly. Yeah, it, was, it was burning people, <laughs> but the, um, the thing was, uh, you know, it j- just when when things work and click and you can you know smile a little bit, that was that was great. Yeah, you know, you, you know, and a decent turnout. People came, stopped, listened for a while. Some people were there for the whole time that we were there, and you know, it was good. But it was fun to watch those little kids. I was just, you know, they really, you know, and there would be a song or every once in a while there'd be a song. One of them, one little girl, I remember, we'd just sit there and watch one song, and you could just see it. I'm thinking, okay. Is that little girl thinking, hmm, this is kind of what I want to do. Uh-huh. Forget school. I'll just go on the road and sing when I'm 16, you know. But but they should. You know, I saw a girl there last night. She was probably middle school. And while we were setting up, she goes, I'm going to come back and watch you guys play because you've got a stand-up bass. And I just know this is going to be awesome. And, and we talked to her a little bit. She was kind of like a, a groovy young Joan Jett. You know, you're like, okay, this this kid's going to be somebody she's got you know she's 12 but she's got it going on and she knows what a stand-up bass is yeah well her dad she said her dad was a a jazz musician and i thought you know i should get a I should get a picture of this kid so 10 years from now when she's on the cover of rolling stone magazine i'll say oh here's i remember when well actually um, and and put a guitar around her neck for the picture too so you can say you know i played with jennifer window yeah exactly (laughs) here's proof Here's proof. I was. I, I gave I, her her career. I yeah. can recognize talent. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I have a know, camera. Uh, yeah, so you know, just people. You know, it's when it when it clicks, it clicks. Isn't that yeah. about the truth for most things? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, whatever it is, when you're in like group. love mm-hmm. or divorce. <laughs> <laughs> That's click off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so gentlemen, how, wait, 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 hold on, Kel. We didn't. Uh, yeah. How was your week? What, what's up with you, man? What, you know, how's everybody? How was your dinner last night? Oh, it was good. Yeah. Um. No, we're fine. No. Yeah. Same old shit. Business? Are you still busy? Yeah, I'm really busy. That's good. Uh, uh, turning people away only because well, that, that's not because I'm that. It's it's because I've. I'm not working as many as as uh, many hours as I used to. When you to. when you do you um, check their vaccine cards at the door? No, I went to a restaurant where they did that for the first time. Right in California? Yeah, yeah, in uh, North Hollywood. I went to a restaurant, you know, which hadn't been there for a while, and we're like, oh, let's check it out. And there was a guy 
in the front of the restaurant sitting with little tables and he's like, you know, let me see your vaccine cards. We were, we were kind of second in line. We're like, Oh shit. Okay. And we had downloaded them onto our phones. You know, they, when you get like take vaccine. a take a picture of it and no, uh, I had that too. But this was this is a once you get app, your vaccine, right? the county sends you this thing. Like go to this link and you get a little you oh. know, QR code thing and you can put it in your okay in your phone. And so it's I'll I have to do check that. on that. I don't have that. Yeah, no, it's I it's, do that. it's good. I think you probably will will eventually need it. It's better than a photograph of your card. Mm -hmm. I would imagine. Right. Just so like showed, Nazi Germany, show me your papers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we just showed the guy. I mean, it's like being carded. So we showed it to him and we went in and they had, you know, kind of a, a back patio um, place. And it was really, I mean, you're sitting there going, huh, everybody had to get carded to get in. We're all, you know, kind of sitting outside. I'm like, I, I would come back here just for this. And just I don't know if, if like the city of LA just does that or this is just this place or whatever. And I was, uh, we were walking the dog around the block when we got back that night and our neighbor said, Oh, you know, what have you been up to? Well, we went to this restaurant. It was open. It was really nice. He's like, Oh yeah, I'll have to, you know, my wife and I'll have to go there. That's great. And my wife and I, who are walking the dog, we thought to ourselves, Oh, I'm not telling him about the, <laughs> vaccine card because he's you know never getting vaccinated because it's you know monkey dna and a chip and some alien semen you know put into your body you know that kind of thing and i'm and i'm thinking yeah what if you went out with some of your friends and you're like here we go showing my card going into the bar and somebody's like uh guys i i need to ride home because i can't yeah. i can't go here yeah and you have to drive me <laughs> yeah exactly let me ask you this and and this is probably a really dumb question can, can that restaurant legally do that at this point in California? Yeah, I think they any okay. I think any private anything can do whatever because it's not okay. a HIPAA violation. It's um, not a racial violation, like a, a human. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that there might be, you know, a bunch of people that would say this is bullshit and you're infringing on my rights or whatever. But of course there would be. <laughs> but you know, the thing is, do you have a right? To go into a restaurant, I mean, you have a right to be served or you have a, a right to equal housing or something like that. But do you have a right to enter a private business? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm no a constitutional scholar. That's a good question. But I mean, well, I the, that's um, the issue. Yeah. I mean, when the airlines say you have to do this or you want to go to a Bruce Springsteen concert and you know, you mm -hmm. have to show that or Broadway, yeah. right? Don't they, don't they do that on Broadway? I, I think, they, I think, I think they should have the right to do that. Uh -huh. but, but what if you, what if you abused it? Then you can get into a civil suit, I suppose. But like, if you abuse and just say, what if you were just going to be an asshole and say, uh, no blonde people, no, nope, no blonde people coming in this restaurant. Why? I don't have to explain it. I don't want them in here. Well, I think it's now, different. Would because, that be legal? No, because then, you know, the thing is, is blonde is that they have no choice, you know, or, or yeah. whatever that may be. It, it yeah. isn't discriminatory, you know, mm. where the vaccine is based on, you know, mm. it's yeah. like, it's like, same, you know, it's the whole thing. No shirt, no service. Right. Well, why not? I'm, I'm not indecent. Right. Or I don't have a jacket. Right. I've got a cut off t-shirt. Why can't I come in? I'm clothed. I'm not. Yeah. It's just policy, and I think that that until it gets yeah. challenged, I think that that's the way it's going to be, and I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just get the damn shot. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. or whatever. Yeah, or don't, and just and and suffer the consequences. You know, 
or the limitations, which is how I look at it. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's the thing. It's going to be about consequences because people don't change their mind. And it's, you know, it's like, hey, do you want to do you want to go into bars with your friends? Get your get your vaccine. Now, I will say all I'm doing is showing the guy an image of something on my phone. He did. He didn't. He's not checking it. You know, he's not yeah. scanning yeah. it and saying, what is your name? Let me see your driver's license or whatever. He's like, yeah, it's cool. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure I could. You gotcha, could yeah. send me an image of your card and I could save that picture and right, say, here it is, right, you know, right. those kind of things. But, um, you need that you're working pretty hard just to be a liar at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I am, I am looking for good news and positivity. I'm going to go in a couple of weeks to, uh, back to my hometown for an outdoor music festival with, me and you know thousands and thousands of unvaccinated Tennesseans, and some no of the mask. acts canceled, didn't they? Some of the like the big the big headliner canceled, and yeah, some of the uh-huh. people. But I mean, there's still there's still a lot of music, and it, you know, like mm-hmm. like Danny said, be nice to get out of the house and do something new. But the reports from back home are awful. You know, like they've got thirty five percent vaccination rate, and all the hospitals are full and whatever. But you know. Yeah. I'm well, you need to, so maybe I don't have to worry as much. No, you need to get your worm medicine and all those things you need to, in case you get it and have it already there. You know, have your paw put it in a you know bag somewhere and you uh, know yeah. and say just in case I come down with it. You know, give me my you know worm medicine and all that so I can go out and see the second show. Yeah, of a concert. You know, I don't think I'm any happier than when we started this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We have failed you I again. Am happier. I, I, Come enjoy, on, guys. I enjoy our time together. Yes. Fuckers, man. Yeah. Bringing me down. What? Well, why, you know, why don't you just go watch some news then? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another Rolling Stone died. Yeah, great. Yeah. Week. Oh, you know, that Rob, was sad. Rob was saying, that, can you really call them the Rolling Stones? Because, you know, how many, how many are left and how many? Are Three out of five. Yeah. They can call themselves the Rolling Stones. Is it, is it, well, it's. Isn't it three out of those five? I mean, other people have died or, you know, Bill Wyman's not playing with them anymore. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. Like if, if Mick and Keith get on stage tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they own the name. I guess it's like. There'll be be two originals because Ron Wood came in later. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's like, what's his name? Still does Creedence song and it's it's just him. Yeah. Well, he's just gone. Yeah. So I guess he but he, but he can't you can he I don't think he can use the name because I think he he can say he can't say oh it's credence anymore because it they they all own the name or something I was I remember reading that so it's like the John Fogarty band and they do all these mm. credence songs or whatever but yeah so that's it, that's interesting how that's over the years it is kind of sad to see them go though you know some of them you know yeah. kind of liked him he was he was kind of cool Charlie Just, yeah. Yeah, a real gentleman, the way he dressed and everything. Real Savile Row guy. It was kind of cool. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Have a good week. All right. You Rest too. in peace, Charlie Watts. Yeah. Guys. <laughs>